giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. You see it. It's all about the money today. The salary cap has been set, which means that man in the bottom corner is getting ready to do some things. Not, not what you think. We ain't talking about free agents. We're talking about making some money moves here. The Cowboys will discuss where they're at right now, where they have to be in the next three weeks. Plus the NFL in general just saw a ridiculous cap surge. Surprising news. We'll cover it from top to bottom. We'll look at some moves the Cowboys can make to get under said cap and uh, create some space to do what they want with it. But we know we know they're probably not going to do a whole lot. Nonetheless, we'll discuss the actual moves they can make. So if you're into, I see Toxic Tom in the building said this is my type of show. If you're if you're into the cap situation and see what, it, what moves the Cowboys can make, that's what we're going to do today. Plus in the roundup, we got some combine news. Uh, Mike and Mike are doing something a bit different to kind of, I don't know, I guess they think it's to take advantage of it, but I got my own theory on why they're doing what they're doing. But what's good, Bomb Squad? Bomb Squad! How we doing this morning, man? I hope everybody's doing fine. I hope everybody is as tight as Cam Newton's hat was the other day, because I don't know how you get into a, a squabble like that. It was out there like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out there now. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Cam, Cam's hats is crazy. He cuts off a hole in the top and he puts the tree, and it just, it just stays, you know. So I hope everybody is doing as well and is holding on tight to their lives as Cam Newton's hat man. You know, we gonna have a good show today. It's not your typical show. Uh, I usually like to bring on a guy like a KD Drummond or or Joey Ikes to, to really dive into these things. So I'm going to speak, and I'm going to speak to myself as if I'm five. If you've seen The Office, uh, you know, explain it to me like I'm five. I'm going to try to explain it to y'all as if I was explaining it to myself. Uh, the, the, the devil is in the details and a lot of these things. And uh, one day I will get Joey on here uh, and KD. We'll get him back on here too. And we'll, we'll talk about you know, the imp- the implications of some of these moves per se. With that said, man, I, I don't know, Swain. I don't know. But we're going to talk about it on Vacha's show. So I was just teasing y'all with it. We, we, we're going to do a play-by-play on Vacha's show. So it's going to be fun. Let's get into this roundup real quick. And then uh, we're going to talk about moves. A lot of moves, a lot in a way, but they don't have to do it. That's what's funny about this whole cap surge. The Cowboys can make a good amount of moves to get under the cap to do what they want. But it is the Cowboys, so it is what it is. 
It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you, Cowboys Nation. First, first, about Mike and Mike. So reports came out, and it's really not a report because Mike McCarthy gave the reporters the quote that uh, they will be staying at the star during this year's combine. And here is, is Mike McCarthy's quote on it. He says, quote, Zim and I will have a full week together here and cover a lot of ground with things we're working on. At the same time, we can still participate in the combine process and have direct contact through video calls and meetings while having our coaches on the ground there as well. So nine times out of 10, they will have obviously Will McClay will be there. We know Lunda Wells has reported to be there and other coaches will be in attendance and they'll be doing zoom calls and and, and and doing the interviews in that manner all that says to me is man these picks <laughs> and i'm here for it all right maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit because he didn't go to the combine last year look how that one he didn't go to the combine last year either uh he stayed back and said hey man we got to work on this offense Offense start off slow, but then it put up historic numbers, you know, MVP type of year for Dak and all that stuff. So you could argue kind of did work. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? But look, I don't know if they really particularly care. I mean, they do. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm, I'm projecting my thoughts onto Mike and Mike. Y'all know how I feel about these picks this year. Like, like there might be one, maybe two. You'd be like, yeah, yeah you know, that, that they could help you. Uh, when I say help you, let me let me not do that because we're going to get into draft talk this week. I don't believe you can rely on the rookies is what I'm saying. You need the rookies, right? Like you, you, you obviously need them to replenish your roster and keep depth and develop and all this and all that. But for me this year, this whole prove it lame duck season, it cannot hinge on rookies. And I don't know, maybe Mike and Mike is like, look, send our coaches down there. We'll do the meetings. We got we to gotta figure out how to make this team better with established players, either guys we got on this damn team or guys we can go out there and get in free agency. Because I might not be here after next year. And I ain't mad at it, if that's the case. Now, again, I'm just, I'm just talking shit. I doubt that's really what they're thinking, but that's how I would look at it, man. L- listen, I can go down there and I can, I can act like I really care about you know, four-year contracts, five-year contracts for some of these rookies where maybe one or two of them may help, but they're not going to be hump players. Or I can sit back here and try to figure this thing out with my new defensive coordinator, my new assistants that I'm bringing in here, and try to get better with guys that are here and guys that we can go out and get in free agency. I would do. Will McClay, you go do your thing. Also at the Combine, and I try to get I try to get a little more information on this one because this is something that happens a lot down there. Backdoor deals. Backdoor deals happen a ton down at the combine. Uh, we hear you there's little nuggets that always drop when you're down there, but you don't really. Sometimes it's not even public. You know, sometimes it, it, the public announcement might be, 
yeah, someone so breezed by so-and-so. They said, what's up? And in reality, they said a lot more. For instance, the Cowboys last year essentially had the deal ready-made for Stephon Gilmore in Indianapolis. Uh, Steven, I think the story goes, Steven uh, ran into their general manager. They got to talking, and next thing you know, they kind of have a handshake deal behind the scenes ready to go. And a couple days into free agency, I think it was, maybe a weekend, actually, boom, Stephon Gilmore gets traded. But it all started there. So what you could do is you could see either some backdoor trading deals happening down there, or you can see some free agency deals because there's a ton of agents down there. And after they saw this salary cap jump, I bet they're working hard, them and general managers, to to kind of get a kind of a handshake agreement, a head nod, like, okay, yeah, this works out. Once this thing hits, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Because look, you could say, well, that's tampering. The tampering period doesn't start. Listen, man, these agents and NFL people, they've been doing this well before the tampering period for years. There's nothing new here. There's nothing new. So that salary cap, Cowboys Nation. The league announced Friday that the salary cap will be $255.4 million per club. And this is from the NFL. That figure marks an unprecedented 30 plus million dollar rise over last season's cap, which was at 224.4. Per the NFL, on top of the record salary cap, there will be an additional $74 million per club payment for player benefits, which include performance based pay, uh, retirement, and the total 2024 player cost will be 329.4, more than $10 billion league wide. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. <laughs> Taylor Swift for the cat. Hilarious. That's a lot of money, Cowboys Nation. That's a whole lot of money. In fact, let's take a look at the salary cap jump over the last, what, 14 seasons? This is why for me, Getting all up in arms and, and and whining about the salary cap is a little silly to me. If you can aggressively manage it, you can flip it and reverse it and do what do whatever you need it to do. And and smart teams, in my opinion, can look into the future. These owners know, and the the thing about about the Cowboys situation is. The owner, you know, and the son, they're in those meetings. The owner, general manager, vice president, president, they're all in these meetings. They know where these numbers are heading. But if you go look at from 2011 to 2024, you're talking about a $135 million increase over 100%. <laughs> but okay, Scott, that's, 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 that's 10 or that's 14 years. What about the last three? Just in 2022 was $208 million. This year, it's $255 million, over $40 million in, in two seasons removed. This is a very interesting nugget by my guy, Joey Ikes, I wanted to bring up here. Because I didn't realize, I missed this tweet last year. I just wanted to see what you guys think about this. Uh, last year... Right around 
free agency tampering period. Joey said this, quote, as we sit about an hour away the tampering from the tampering period, may I remind you that among the three men responsible for the Dallas Cowboys salary cap slash contracts, there's a chem engineering degree, a mechanical engineering degree, and a sports management degree, not a finance, accounting, economic person in sight. Now, look, y'all, I'm no finance, you know, manager, no, no economic major. We got my guy toxic time in the building. That's that's his forte. Right. What I do, though, is I try to look at the patterns right around the league and and add those up and and then obviously do my own research and, and make sense of it. Obviously, we know how that man and this team operates in the free agency market. Uh, and the salary cap era really is what I should say. I'm I'm just me. But I don't think it takes a damn genius to understand this thing. And if you can't understand it as well, then go get one of those accounting people. Now, I will say this. I do not know how common that is, right? Like, how common is this? How many teams across the league don't have a finance accounting economic person in sight toxic they might be they might be hiring bro but you would think dealing with a 200 plus million dollar credit you would hire somebody that knows how to manipulate it does it feel like to you Dallas Cowboys fans that the Cowboys know how to manipulate it you could say, well, yeah, because, you know, they, they signed their guys. But I could argue they are one of the few teams to not use it to their advantage in the last 15 years on free agents. They've chosen instead to deal with the devil they know over a free agent. And I, I really don't know how much that's worked out for them. You know, maybe instead of tagging that running back and that tight end, one of the running the running back coming off the you know the injury, the tight end who, who's not dynamic, maybe instead of giving a bag to a wide receiver off an ACL, maybe instead of paying a running back early, a ridiculous record-setting amount who you planned on wearing down, maybe instead of paying that linebacker with one leg, you know what I mean? Like they took they take these their guys, the devil they know, their babies. And they just go crazy. One of the few teams, in my opinion, scared to to go outside of what they do, their room, their house, and try to get better. You could argue that, yeah, you winning, you're winning twelve. Yeah, that's fine. But how many players are are, are getting you over the hump instead of maybe paying a, a Dorrance Armstrong, right? You use that twelve million dollars over the last two years, and you go get the Bobby Wagner. And I'm not saying you pay 200 million every single year. No, 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 no. You do retain some of your guys. But in the last 15 years, they've they've went outside of their house one time and got spooked. So clearly, I, I don't know if it's not having a, a finance, accountant, economic guy in the building or whatever, but clearly they have not learned how to use the cap to its advantage to get better. I think that's the key one right there, right? To get better. They've used it to kind of maintain. 
So where are they at right now? If you look at across the league, there's a lot of money, man. Whew. I mean, you go look at the top of the league right now. You got one, two, three, four, five teams with over $70 million in cap space. Now, a lot of these teams are not that great. Uh, I do think the Texans and, and the Lions are in great position. Since they're, they're, they're in fantastic position with this bread. But you look at it across the league with this new number, the Cowboys sit roughly at $9 million, depending on where you're looking at, eight, nine plus million dollars over the cap. Now, here's the thing. They were 20 plus million dollars over the cap prior to this new salary cap being announced. So that has helped tremendously. And for a lot of people who, who scream and yell and kick to the to, to the mountaintops, cap hell, oh my God, you can't do this with Cowboy, you can't, oh, cap hell. Uh, Cowboys can literally make one move and be, boom, well under the cap. But we're going to talk about a handful of moves that the Cowboys can make to be under the cap. They likely will not do all of these, but if they wanted max spending power, they can do these five moves and create max spending power. There's the restructure way, and then there's the extension way. And I want to touch on both of those with some obvious names. So stay with me. Again, it's not the most, it's not the craziest type show today, but it, it is important in regards to know where these numbers are if the Cowboys, in fact, do want to get active in free agency. The first one, a little tricky, and I'm curious to know how you guys feel about it. Zach Martin, restructure. So Zach Martin right now, if you look at his cap hit, will cost you $28.5 million. He has one year left on his deal, and he has a couple void years, I believe, after he does. So technically, Zach could, could be done this year and be over. It, it's a wrap. He retires. He walks away. But next year, he's going to cost you $13.4 million on a cap because of the void years. While Zach Martin isn't the demigod he once was, Zach Martin is still a top-tier guard in this league. He's just not that guy he once was. However, remember, remember for me, I'm looking at this thing in a very... Sh I'm looking at this like a sprint. I'm not looking at this in a marathon way. So that could be the difference between me and the Cowboys. I'm looking at this like a sprint. And if I want to create a, a chunk, I can do so by restructuring Zach. Now, the problem with restructuring, and I want y'all to remember this when it comes to the quarterback, is that, yeah, they can push some of that money into the void years. But if they do so, then the void year dead money rises. So... If you restructure Zach Martin, you will add $12.5 million to the cap today. But a lot of that will be pushed into the 2025 dead cap money, 2026, 2027. They can spread it out. So instead of 13.4 next year, maybe it's 15. Instead of 7 the following, maybe it's 9. Instead of 1.1 the following, maybe it's 3 or 4 or more. So Zach is the more tricky one here to restructure. Because he has a pretty significant dead cap hit next year that you will just be adding on. But if you're looking at this as a, hey man, I don't care. I need, I want all the money possible to go out and sign guys. He's a possibility. 
but he's not one that I don't think you have to do. I don't think you have to do it. Regardless, though, you are going to hit. You are getting a dead cap hit next year. That's pretty significant. So that's a conversation they could be having in this building. Do I free up almost $13 million with this restructure? Or do I let it ride and roll with $13 million and $7 million cap hit the next two years? This is, this is, this is where they're at with it. So that's one guy, Zach Martin. Before I get to a couple other restructures, let me wrap to B-Bird real quick. Good morning, good sir. How are you doing this morning, Scott? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. So, Scott, I have uh, three daughters and I have uh, two sons. And most people out there with daughters would, would rather, you know, like, hey, when they get mad, I hope they, you know, marry you know, somebody of means, a rich man or whatever. But really, we shouldn't be thinking about marrying our daughters marrying rich. We Mm-mm. need to be thinking about our daughters marrying somebody that's generous, right? So it's a difference because a rich man, just because he has wealth, doesn't mean he's going to share with anyone. So the generous man will share, right? So the thing about it is what we have is we have a rich guy that, that, that won't spend money. That's just what it is. And um, uh, as as a owner slash GM, I think one of the things that you would think uh, that you would get from him is, hey, I want to win, and I'm going to put money out there to do it. Kind of, you know, like the Yankees with Steinbrenner. Hey, he didn't mind spending money to go try to win a, a championship. And yeah. So we have a real wealthy guy that's that's in the position of a football guy uh, in personnel, but he won't spend money. It's kind of crazy because what we don't get is the advantages of him being owner slash GM slash all these other things. We don't get the advantages of that, which would be, no, we can just go spend money, go get the guys that we're supposed to get, that we should get to win. Yeah, it feels like I don't know when this 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 happened. Maybe when they realized, you know, okay, we're not as good in this uh, salary cap era in the late '90s, early 2000s. It feels like they they shifted to we're going to prioritize our players. You know, the whole draft and develop and sign our own guys. But I think I think there's a mistake though. I think a lot of people believe that Jerry just went out and signed all these crazy free agents for all this money you know, because of the whole Deion Sanders thing. That really wasn't the case. If if you go back and you look into the 2000s, they were, you know, the biggest contract they I think they signed outside uh, outside of Brandon Carr was like Leonard Davis. That that And that worked out, by the way. You know, Marco yeah. Rivera yeah. was also signed. Uh, I think Leroy Glover earlier. But it wasn't like he was just signing all these high-priced dudes. Like, this, this wasn't an Albert Hainsworth situation. You know, where he goes to the Patriots or he goes to the, the, the Washington football people, they spend all this money and it doesn't work out. Somebody somewhere along the way said, hey, look, prioritize your guys and, and overpay them. And I think that is, is backfired, man. Most teams don't actually do that. They pay their guys, but they move on from their guys too. Dallas, for whatever reason, doesn't do it They're, and they don't go out and spend said money. And you talk about, you know, Jerry being, you know, the rich guy. Yes, Yes and no because the cat there is a there's a, there's the cap they got to operate under but then there's the cash that's the part that surprises me they don't spend the yeah, cash yeah, on these dudes they like to use absolutely. the star to say hey uh, you know we'll give you this little bit of money because you play for the Cowboys newsflash it's 2024 man you you can play for the Cleveland Browns and be on 17 million commercials absolutely and so one thing that I, I think with free agency and I wanted to run this by you because I I think psychologically. The Joneses, uh, I think they're kind of um, uh, frozen 
in a sense of uh, with fear because they don't want to end up with egg on their face for signing a free agent that doesn't turn out right. Yeah. And so they really like their guys because they know their guys better, and they they've seen them in camp, seen them in in a game, seen them. So they know it's more it's more about the known versus the unknown. Yep. The devil, I think you that's know. Where, that's where yep. the, that's what yeah that's right that's where the, that's where it comes in at, and that's where we fail in free agency. I always I always say if somebody plucked me right now, and 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 put me in Google, I you know ahead of Google, I'd be like, man, I don't know what the heck to do. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just gonna I ain't gonna do nothing. Why? I ain't changing anything because I don't know what the hell I'm doing anyway. I'm just gonna stay here and get this money. And so, what Joneses, what the Joneses do is they they basically like, hey, look, if we don't do anything, we can't get blamed for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So let's just deal with the devils that we do know, the people yeah. that we do know on our team. Invest in those guys. Yeah, but what about this guy where he can fill his hole? Yeah, but if he come here and fail, next thing you know, I'm gonna be on first take, uh, undisputed, and everything about this bad deal. So I'd rather just not do anything. And it's almost like uh, that phone call. Uh, in the draft that the guy said that Detroit called him about, and and, oh, yeah. and uh, Stephen Jones just kind of blew him off, right? Yeah. It's like, man, I don't know anything about that. I'd rather not make a move. I don't know nothing about this, and you know, and it's just what that is. And I think uh, again, we just not getting the advantages of you know having a Maverick or whatever we're supposed to have as an owner slash GM. We don't get the advantages of it. We're actually getting the opposite side of that thing, man. And I'm gonna get yes. off. And I'm gonna, I just want to get that out, man. And I'm gonna uh, get off, and I'll, I'll continue to listen to y'all, man, Fa- brother. You, you said it perfectly right there. Appreciate you, Bert. And, and that's kind of what I was saying. You know, I feel like over the last 15 years, they're one of the few teams that haven't taken advantage of, of this ridiculous jump. I mean, this is, look at this. Just two years, it went up over $40 million. And it's going to be $300 million in two more years. Maybe next year, who knows? No, nah, seriously. It'll be in $300 million in, in, in two more seasons. And each and every year they come out and 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 they and they, you know, they talk about the pie to try to, you know, sway public opinion. Ah, uh, we can't do this pie that. I call BS. How about how about manage the money better? How about like I said, instead of paying the tight end, the running back, the one legged linebacker, the one legged wide receiver, the running back that you run ran into the ground two years earlier? How about instead of doing that, you use that money and go get a a a top end guy? Don't gotta be all every single year. Well, what if it fails, right? And, and that's what B Bird said. I, I'll always go back to the Rams. The Rams made a whole bunch of crazy moves. They gave you the blueprint. Hell, even the Niners, too, if you think about it. But the Rams gave you the blueprint. All right, cool. We'll trade. See, that's the thing. I use the word aggressively. They aggress if you aggressively manage it, aggressively managing it can mean, I hey man, we gotta make this trade. We gotta get unload this 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 contract off of our off of our cap so we can be in position to do a, another big move later on down the line. All right, man, he gotta go. We're not gonna re-sign XYZ. We're gonna let him walk and we'll get a, a comp pick. I feel like Dallas kind of walks on eggshells. Let's talk about another move they can make though to create some cap space. This one is not a, a difficult one, in my opinion. Trayvon Diggs, he just signed a a lucrative deal last offseason. Unfortunately, he, you know, blew out his knee and we'll monitor that situation. But I still have I have very high expectations and confidence in Trayvon Diggs' long-term future with the Cowboys. So not really worried about him. So they can restructure Diggs and create another almost eight million dollars in additional cap. I don't I don't think that is a difficult one to do. 
whereas Zach Martin won. That could you could argue. Let's kind of see what else we can do. Diggs, I think that is a easy click the trigger, push the button, do whatever you got to do, and boom, you got eight million dollars right there. Some people will say, oh, that could pay for the, the draft picks. That could pay. I feel man, but you can use that to get under the cap or close to it right now. You know, if you go look at what the cap is looking like now for the Cowboys, they'd be roughly $2 million, a million dollars over still, but it is a move that they can make. And honestly, I think that is one that they will 100% make. I don't think this is one that will, will be discussed as much because Trayvon Diggs is still young ascending and he'll be here for a very long time. Oh, I got to wrap to Toxic Tom. He's 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 a professional. Toxic Tom, please let them let them know what it is that you do so they can understand your your viewpoint here. I am an accountant by trade, and this is this is music to my ears because I deal with people all the time, and I do volunteer work. And like I said, a little about me. Um, I'm a veteran, so I try to give free financial advice just to help veterans just get their books straight because investing in money is really simple, and I think it's from the big short. People think that it's complicated, and they do that because they just want you to leave them alone. I'm telling you, the stuff that you're talking about right now is accounting 101. This is stuff Stringer Bell learned in the community college in The Wire while he was learning how to corner the market. And if anyone has never watched The Wire, we won't get that. But I'm trying to let you know this is really basic stuff. And the problem with what you said, I think the Jones know how to do it. I just think they don't do it very well. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I think of the Joneses like Michael Scott when he finds out that there's a surplus. Oh, I love and that And he episode. doesn't know what it means. Explain it to me like and in five. Please like, explain it to us. And Yep. And you have Oscar, the accountant, explaining it to him. And Michael is like, you know, he still doesn't grasp it, but he understands the basics. Oh, we have money coming in. And and just like the actual Dallas Cowboys, the office group is what has made that office, office relevant. And the only reason why Michael Scott, Stephen Jones, is a good, quote, manager and making good money is because the office is going 12 and 5 that year. So in, in a weird way, the Dallas Cowboys are a lot like Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> and yeah. Jim Halpert, Steph Prescott, Stop. Andy Bernard can be uh, – who could be Andy <laughs> Bernard? Either way, but it, it, Kevin Malone can be uh, Sam Williams, not the brightest. Oh, I'm kidding, yeah. by the way, Sam. But um, who's, and, who's the Creed? real roundabout – Who's Creed? The real round – yeah. It, it's just – it's. I watched it a couple weeks ago. And Jerry's it's like, wow, we are Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. So the point I, I really wanted to call in is really say about this. When I see these headlines, and you showed the graphic of, of all the teams with Cap Hell and yeah. all that nonsense, the reality of this is this is really a Fugazi. It, it's really just bookkeeping. That's really all this is. And when people see cap hell and all of this, it is nonsense. You are being lied to by Rosie O'Donnell and his father who hasn't won shit in 30 years. And you're really going to get upset at Dak Prescott for wanting more money. And 
and when people hear they want more money and they see the, the dollar signs, you got to realize the industry that they're in. And two, and this is what I asked Mo last night, and I, this is something I wanted to look into. The cap is constantly going up. And if it's going to keep going up and teams are seeing this, teams are now saying, wait a minute, if I know, for instance, the cap's going to go up 15% next year, why don't I kick some of my money yeah. right now into that future year? And let's say it eats 7% of it. My cap is still going to go up by 8% after the money that I moved over. So now I'm quote cap compliant. And that's why teams are doing what they're doing because they know the cap's going to go up. Why on earth would I keep these cap hits on my books right now when I can go win right now? And if the cap's just going to keep going up, it's it's you're basically kicking money into the future indefinitely. The Saints, people act like the Saints are in cap, cap hell and they can't even keep the lights on. The Saints have been doing this for a damn near decade, and they are constantly doing it because the Saints know that if we just keep kicking this money down the road, it's we'll pay it eventually. But yep. it, it it you're indefinitely doing this. And the Cowboys are over here operating like they have QuickBooks, and they just can't understand what the hell is going on. It's just well because they got and then, Kevin Malone, who uh, initially applied to be a janitor, and they threw him in accounting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when I see fans, and this is the genius of the Joneses, and also their curse is they are so good at passing blame, and they always do it. And I don't know why our fans fall for it. They're like, Dak Prescott wants 65. Yeah, you're damn right, because Dak Prescott, like a competent NFL team, sees but nobody, that the cap is going up. But let's not like, spread let's not spread false rumors out here, man. Nobody's saying Dak Prescott came out and said he wants $65 million. Like, let's not be a part of the problem. The number that came out sure. was, was $60 million, and then the cap increases and people are insinuating, oh, is it 65? But let's also talk about this. It's never 65 or $60 million on the cap. Nope. Like, nope. But it's nope. easy to, to throw out these numbers that anger people and get rage baiting people out here to to then blame said quarterback on your franchise's inability to, to manage, massage, and manipulate the cap into their favor. We will blame it on that yep. guy. He hasn't cost you even yep. remotely close to that in, in an enti- his nope. entire time here. The one time it cost you a lot was their fault because they tagged him and it didn't yes. extend them the year prior. So. And I can already just get ahead of this right now because I can already hear people complaining about this in May and when we're free agency starts. Oh, Dak Prescott's cap hit costs 70-something million. Not even close. Yes, because – or 60 million or something like that. It won't but cost it, that. It's all – but if you – it's all manipulation. Like the Joneses moved money to a later year – to go get people and they like to blame people and about the pie. It's just, it's, it, they're a self licking ice cream cone. They just are constantly thinking and they always have narratives. But the point I want to say is your cash is not your cat pit people. Like I cannot drive that home enough just because a player signs a four year, $160 million deal and they love to put the average per year. They may pay him cash wise that, but cap hit is not the same damn thing. Stop yeah. that. Just get that out of your damn mind. It's not the same. If, and if the you, second thing is my bad. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say if you get no, no, if you please, getting upset ahead. with the actual cash in any of these players' pockets, you are just hating. Number one. 
If you yeah. want to if you want to talk about the actual cap, like the cap hit, we mm-hmm. can have that conversation and I can tell you why that won't harm, you know, your said team unless it is harming your said team and then we can talk about what you can do to massage that. But if you hate knowing somebody yeah. getting a bread, which a lot of people do on this here internet, they hate on somebody getting a bread. You're hating. That's all that is. Because that cash does not affect you cap-wise nope. if it's an extension. In fact, it's going to help you cap-wise. But you see, people don't understand that, and I'm glad you explained a little bit more here. And the second part, and this is the part that they don't really ever talk about, and I'll say this again, the thing you want to pay attention to is the guaranteed money. Because oh, that yeah. is what the owners and the general managers all care about because that money goes into an escrow account. So Jerry Jones is literally putting that money out of his pocket into an escrow account. And that is where the holdup ever becomes. I don't know when this team decided to become the Oakland A's and the Tampa Bay Rays when it comes to we're cheap as shit. We'll just sign our own guys. And if they mouth off, we'll get rid of them or I don't know where that happened, but it's all of this is nonsense. This man, and it takes two to sign a contract. The owners don't honor deals at all. So come hell or high water, I'm going to tell a guy who's putting his body on the line who agreed to that deal that now he needs to take a pay cut. You can eat fucking shit, especially from a billionaire. No way in hell that is happening. So please, people, like when you're hearing this, don't fall for it and just know that a nerdy twerp like me living in Baltimore can easily decipher this stuff because I spent more than one hour in accounting when I went to Penn State, best school on earth, by the way. If I can figure this out and you have these people that are doing it for a living, yeah, the the people on your screen right now, Rosie O'Donnell and his dipshit Crypt Keeper grandfather, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, they are lying to stay face and they are only doing it because they will always try to shift the blame off their complete inbred incompetence. That is all I have to say, other than get Ryan Nall back in this this damn star. Y'all have a hey, good day. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I, I got to play this. Appreciate the toxic. I, I got to play this one time for the one time. We still live. I just, after that, man, I mean. <laughs> a round of applause for our own cap wizard. Everybody's got a prize. Toxic Tom. Basically, just explaining gonna pay. the million dollar man. The million dollar man always gets his way. Always gets his way. <laughs> but there's still going to be somebody out there that be like, but Cap! <laughs> Telling you, man, don't fall for the foo foo. Don't do it. It, it, It's 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 at this point, it's not even like it's it's uh some hidden knowledge, it's common knowledge. This isn't some unwritten thing, this isn't some behind the scenes, ooh, we know something they don't know. Everybody knows this by now. Which is why you see a team like the Bills and the Saints, they're not panicking, they're way over. By the way, they're paying their quarterbacks too. Nobody cries about that, but they're way over. Now get under and do what they got to do. Teams like the Rams. Everybody was, oh, well, it's going to come back and bite them. Philly, 
well, they're not going to have, they're not going to have enough money. They sitting up here with $27 million can easily get more. That's why I ain't worried about it. So this is the last restructure option. It's not the technically the last one. The, the Cowboys can do other restructure options, but I just wanted to talk about the guys that could create a decent amount. Cuzzo, Terrence Steele. As you can see, these numbers are decreasing, right? 12.5 by from Zach, but that's tricky. Uh, Diggs, 7.8, not tricky. Click that button. Terrence Steele, 4.9, about $5 million you can get added to the cap. I know a lot of people, and me included, were all down on Steele after this year. It wasn't a great year. But I will say this. Obviously, coming off that ACL, he clearly looked different, played different. But, but, he did start to play better. What are you talking about, Scott? I promise you, he started to play a little bit better. Specifically, in that wild card round, I looked at Terrence, and, and, and I did this on purpose, right? I said, let me go back and watch this, watch this Green Bay game. I just wanted to, to, to watch Terrence, because... I remember Terrence at the beginning of the season. We're going to take a look at some film. So we're going to take a break from numbers right now. We, we're going into the film room. So if you're into the film, stick around for a little bit here. I was looking at Terrence specifically because I ain't going to lie to y'all. Like, It's been hard going back watching these games and watching individuals every single time. So I might watch somebody and take a break for a couple of days or weeks and then go watch somebody again. So let me go watch Terrence. I watched Cuzzo. And y'all remember how I said I kind of had blind or you can call it whatever you want to call it optimism that he will be better next year. It's no longer that it is no longer that he quite literally got physically better and technically better as the season went on. If you go look at the last 10 games, he was only credited with two sacks allowed. The pressures weren't as alarming as they were prior to that. You saw from a technical standpoint, he was night and day with his consistency. He wasn't shooting his hands all wildly. You ain't see him lose balance playing over his feet. He was patient. Most importantly, he was consistent in this one. Now, I'm going to show you something early in the season by by and you and I'm just showing these clips on purpose so you can just just watch Terrence just watch his his technique watch his patience watch how he's shooting his hands watch the knee bend the kickback just just he looks completely different than in these clips Cowboys Nation mind you the two clips I'm going to show you are from um week five and week nine it's Terrence Steele if you guys don't know now, I get it. This is Joey Bosa or whatever, but you can just see the difference here. First of all, look how he's shooting and missing. And look where his, his step is. Now, look at Ty Tyron. This is a good way to kind of get a gauge on what's happening here. Tyron Smith's steps are completely different. It's Tyron over here, one, two, and he's already got the depth. He's already at this line right here. And look at the patience. Tyron has a hit yet. Boom. And he's inside. Now you go back and you look at Terrence Steele. 
I mean, it, everything here is kind of sloppy. You got the choppy small steps, and he's firing early. He's leaning, and he misses with his hands. And what do you get? You get a miss. You get a sack. And take another look at the same play from this game here. Go ahead, fast forward a little bit. Similar situation. Small, choppy steps. He's already leaning. Look at this. He's already leaning. Now, look at Tyron Smith. Look where Tyron Smith is at in his depth. Look where Terrence is at. Now, there is a report or rumor or whatever out there that Coach Solari was teaching these guys to attack, right? Attack first, attack first. And you saw Terrence do that a lot, and he missed a lot. But look where Terrence is. Look where Tyron is. Look at the patience that he has. Misses with his hands once again. Pressure, even though he got it away for a touchdown, but still. Okay, now we're in the infamous game. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're in the infamous Eagles game where he gave up four sacks here. But once again, take a look. Now he's firing out. This is that attack mode that I guess Solari is teaching these guys. Go after him. Go get him. Once again, look at the patience in Tyron Smith. Not attacking. Look at he's upright. He's strong. And look at Terrence. Terrence is on one leg. He's on one leg. He's missing with his hands. And then the door just swings open for a sack. I hate to show this play, but again, I just have to emphasize the difference in Terrence Steele in early in the season and later in the season. Once again, Terrence Steele, and this is a game losing sack essentially. Here we go. First of all, the knee bend is just disgusting because he's still trying to gain that strength. Look at this. Look at the difference in, and look at the difference in Tyron Strong and Terrence playing over his damn toes. Look where the hands are. Get swiped, leaning, feet all messed up. Look at look at look at Tyron. Now Tyron again, Hall of Famer, but it's just it was so sloppy. And that's why I kept saying early in the season, to me, it wasn't so much about the injury. Obviously, the injury played some some confidence factor in it, but it was the it was the technique that bothered me the most about Terrence Steele. And then you go look at the Green Bay game, and it's it's night and day. You see the confidence in his leg, the strength, the technique, patience, boom, fire. The get off. He looks way more athletic. I'm I feel confident in Terrence Steele, not just improving, but vastly improving to the 2021 type of Terrence Steele. Look at, look at the patience there. That's Rashawn Gary. That's no slouch. He pretty much shut out Rashawn Gary in this game. Patience, patience, fire out. He's not when even though he attacks, there's one, there's one rep here where he does fire out and attack. He's under control with it. You don't see him playing over top of his toes. Right there early in the season, he'd have been playing over top of his toes. Look at this. Look at the hands. So I, I've got a lot more confidence in Terrence Steele. And, and, and look, maybe a part of me, Cowboys Nation, looked at Terrence 2021 tape pre-ACL, was like, oh, man, the 2020, uh, 2022 tape pre-ACL, was like, oh, man, Terrence 2023, be fine. But then obviously reality hit. I'm not going to lie. It set in. I'm like, okay. Clearly, he's got to work his way back, just like any other injury. Maybe I was a bit too confident that it wouldn't take, you know, a full year to do so. Clearly, Terrence Steele, uh, 
Michael Gallup. We talked about Blake Jarwin. Um, Tristan Hill. Even Malik Hooker, to an extent, didn't tear his ACL. was his Achilles. It takes time for these guys. So I'm confident, man. You know, after going back and watching just Terrence from a technical standpoint, I actually feel fine with doing this restructure. If you need to. Because he doesn't have any void years, per se. I mean, I guess they could add that. I, I don't believe he does. So they could just kind of push that bread down the line and uh, open up $5 million in cap. My bad, Delunatic. I saw you in here. I just wanted to get through this one. If you want to call back in, Delunatic, you can. Obviously, if you guys want to call in, you can. 351-999-3787. So, can, can, I know a lot of people are out on Cuzzo, and I ain't mad at you. He needs to he needs to have a bounce back season. But after kind of looking at what he was earlier in the season and, and kind of seeing what he did in the Green Bay game, does it at least give you a little bit more confidence that, oh, okay, he was progressively getting better. Now he's going to be a full year removed from the ACL, multiple years actually. Another offseason, more strength, not rehabbing, but actually working on his craft. He got a, a ridiculous work ethic. Does it give you a little bit more confidence in Terrence Steele? Uh, what about Pollard? Pollard? You could argue Pollard's another one, right, who, who got better as the year went on from his injury now that that's a different story if you want to bring him back you know how i feel about running backs go draft me one i guess you could sign me a vet but that i'm totally different fine with the steel restructure he looked good in the green bay game curtis yeah he did man i, I you know and, and, and this is my bad for not going back and, and really studying him. Because after that game, you know, we all were just like, man, F everybody, right? <laughs> F everybody, F this game. But I went back and was extremely impressed. Uh, and maybe it's because I just watched how he performed earlier in the season from a technical standpoint. It was extremely sloppy. And in this one, man, it was it was night and day, y'all. Night and day. All right, got a couple more callers. I got y'all in a quick second. I want to get through these uh, next two situations here and these next two are not uh and yeah here goes cowboy these next two are not restructures these are the big boys these are the 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 extensions that the cowboys can do and we got to start off with the big one right dak prescott extension can free up 26.2 million dollars on the cap not free up add to it so these next two alone, if you just do these, they put you above the cap and they give you some extra money to spend. But then there's the flip side to this whole Dak Prescott thing. And we're and look, there's there seems to be many different layers you can attack with this. But the flip side to this particular thing right here, the Cowboys only being negative $9 million under the cap or over the cap, I'm sorry. They don't technically have to do it. Now, they want to. They've talked about doing it. They want to win the deal. A lot of fans don't want it to happen. Right? But if they actually want to spend this money on said other players, it would behoove them not to. And said other players could be Micah. I know a lot of people talk about Micah. Technically, you get cap space with the Lamb extension, but we'll get to that in a second. If they want to go out and spend in free agency... And, oh, by the way, have a franchise quarterback for the next few seasons. It will behoove them not to do it. 
But if you are on the side of, and I don't think the Joneses are, hey, man, let this $59 million cap hit ride. That's your prerogative. But the problem is, I don't think you can have your cake and eat it too. You can't complain about your all-pro quarterback taking up the cap and then say you want him to take up the most cap possible. You can't do it. You just can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, because of Dak Prescott, we can't go out and get XYZ. That is false. We know that's a lie. But if you want to say that, then the, the thing to do is say, okay, let's create the $26 million to go do X, Y, and Z. You can't say, oh, well, it's up to him because he's getting paid the most to overcome all the BS and, and do it by himself because we don't got the money to go spend on somebody else. Well, yes, you can. And yes, you do. Do you want a franchise quarterback and to put a bomb roster and coaches and all that around him? Or do you want to start over in, what, two years maybe? Because they do have this year, maybe next year. We'll see if they decide to restructure. And hope that the Joneses can figure this thing out without a franchise quarterback. I know where I'm at with this one. So $26.2 million can be added to the cap here. And you can easily, easily get money in the salary cap space to spend. And if you're one of the fans who believe the Joneses when they say that you can't do it because of XYZ player, because it ain't just him, by the way, who's going to take up cap space. There's others. You've been duped. They got you. They got you right where they want them. Got them. We can got them. <laughs> right where we want them. Mm-hmm. Right where we want them. Then there's the CD Lamb extension. Right now, it costs you like $17 million on the cap because they picked up his fifth-year option. If and when they do extend C.D. Lamb, that will free up $13.5 million on the cap. That's an easy one. Kind of similar to Trayvon Diggs' extent, uh, restructure. Restructure Diggs, you get $8 million. Extend Lamb, $13.5 million. Or, are you, you know what? I've been learning this offseason because of the anger. There, There is a group of people who are ready to move on from C.D., they want to trade Micah, and they want to get rid of Dak. That, that exists. I promise y'all, I'm not making that up. Okay, so then, now, when does crack, now, so the cocaine's happening, when does that crack come into play for you? These are real-life things, people. There's, there's real-life people that are willing to bet on the Joneses with way less talent. I'm not one of them. I don't believe for a second in these dudes to be able to build a championship organization with lesser talent. But there is a world or a group of people in this world that exist 
Moving on from CD, because CD's a Moving on from Dak, Dak Wax Scott, whatever y'all call him. And moving on from Micah because he does a podcast. There's a world, or there's a group of people in this world that exists that says, get rid of these dudes. And put our hope and trust in this man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Can't do it, won't do it. Can't do it, won't do it. In fact, I'm all about giving me all the dudes possible so they can help overcome this ridiculous organization. Now, the one part the players can't control, oof, my bad, y'all. The one part the players can't control is the coaches. And then, you know, listen, that's something that they have the ultimate say in, no matter how many dudes you bring in from the outside. But they don't bring in dudes from the outside. What they do is say, hey, man, we'll pay Dorrance and we'll pay, uh, uh, We'll tag Tony. We'll tag uh, uh, the tight end, Dalton Schultz, and and we'll, we'll continue to draft and develop. That is enough. I'm here to tell you right now. It ain't. Clearly. And it's not just this regime. It's not the Dak Prescott era. Tony era was the same way. We've had teams of talent. So you do one of two things here. You either continue to add more talent or you switch up the damn way you bring in coaches. One of the two. Which one y'all think they're going to do? Bring in a guy in here that's going to say, y'all way is the wrong way. Let me run this thing. No. Or do they say, you know what? Maybe we'll dip our toes in trades instead of free agency. Maybe we'll do more gillies and cooks of the worlds because we've seen them do that. I'm betting they'll do this more than they'll do the other. I'm betting they'll do this more than they'll sign guys in free agency. And they'll hope that bringing in guys who obviously aren't in their prime anymore will help them get over the hump. But I'm telling you, the loud minority are really, and there's no joke, are really ready to put their trust in this guy over the best Three of the best players on their team. I think it's silly, man. The Lunatic, what's good? Sky, that's why I remind Cowboys Nation, that's why we need to support new Cowboys media. Because, yeah, after that first week, we were ready to fire everybody. But then we lay, that's 31 other teams. There's only one winner. But then you go back and gather up your pieces and say, okay, how can we make a run the following year, the year after that, or give us a window? Because I'll remind you, and by the way, Cowboys Nation, that co- that chemical engineer, that's Steve, Stephen Jones. Why did he get a chemical in de- degree? Because his daddy was in oil, natural gas. But then guess what? Daddy went into the football business, and now they're football guys. So great. And a little backstory about who we now know runs the Cowboys organization, two things. With D-Law during his contracts, when we tagged them back-to-back years before Dak, he and and the agent almost came to blows at the combine on the sidelines. And then we know what D-Law said in the interview when Steve lowballed him at $10 million a year, said, hey, man, just he's, cut me. He said, Daddy had you, to bro. go in there and save it. <laughs> said, yeah, D-Law said, hey, man, fuck you. I'm out of here. Get me out of here. And, and Jerry, yeah, you're right. Jerry he had to save the, the situation. And right, and when his daddy went and got 
the free agent prime time to help us because he helped the year before the Niners beat us to keep us from four in a row. He didn't want him. He just went out and got him. And, and reports say he went hands-on with his dad said, what the hell are you doing paying this man so much? So that's the type of person we are dealing with. It's not the person trying to get wealthy. It's the one trying to keep as much as he can, that second generation. That's what worries me, especially when I hear their mouthpiece, uh, Moore, the reporter, and when he starts writing about, well, they might just put those two voidable years with Dak, and I'm thinking, once again, oh, geez. Why, are, why are you putting Who's, obstacles? Who said this? David Moore. He talked about the, he wrote the, it, the, the... Isn't that the Dallas Morning News reporter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah. that always gets the first question? See, I don't read his... I don't read the full articles because I don't want to support it, but I do read... I do see where he, you know, pushes it out. I've, I read the one, the first one, about the whole playoff situation, which was silly. I'm like, come on now. The second one. So in that second article, he talked about how they could restructure it. It's basically not an extension. It's a restructure. No, no, no. Yeah, no. So, so he said that in the article, though. Yes. Oh gosh, do you that worries me because I talked that about me this because if he's saying it, reports say the Jones are telling him that. I talked about this weeks ago. That is the dumbest thing ever to do. You that is stupid. Because what will happen then, if you restructure it, is that he will have a fifty five to sixty million dollar cap hit and he will be a free agent next year and he can go somewhere else. So now you're sitting on sixty million, fifty five, sixty million dollars that you're not able to use. With, for a guy that's not here. Listen, I'm all for massaging and moving the cap, but that makes no sense. You better off just taking the hit now and moving forward later than restructuring the contract. That's that's just goofy, man. Exactly, because to put it in your own personal life, it's not how much you think you're, you're owed. It's how much somebody's willing to pay you. If somebody's willing to pay me more, I'll take it. You've earned that. I don't mind. But our front office keeps making those obstacles in front of us. And you mentioned it. Thank you again. I was just reading. They were at, the estimates were $25 million. Now reports say it's over expectation, $30 million for the oh, salary yeah. cap this year, above their expectations. I, Next I heard it was like $13 million above their expectations. That's what I'm saying. Huh? Even above their expectations. And this man still is coming out. Well, we... There's only so much money. No, there isn't. Please, that's why we need these Cowboys content creators, independent voices telling us, hey, you know you can do this, 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 and this and free up the money. Don't worry about 2028. Worry about this next year because the last 28 years haven't been squat. Now only the Washington football wizards, as Botch says, or as I call them, the Washington Commodes, they're the only other team that haven't played in the NFC Championship game other than us since we last were there. And that was a while back. So let's, we've got to make our voices heard one way or the other, where we cannot let this front office say, no, 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 no. You can put all the spin you want on it. We know you can do it, damn it. Jerry, go and put the pressure on your son so that you can go into your casket with, with four of the six. And we'll be grateful with that. Forget but the pressure. I, forget the pressure on his son, the lunatic. Get get his son out that that room. Yep, exactly. Say, yeah. If you're not willing to do it, give me the goddamn credit card. I'll do it. No, no, no I don't want that eighty year old man. That that ain't, no. <laughs> Go hire somebody <laughs> else. To... <laughs> 
<laughs> give it to Will McClay. We'll, we'll trust Will McClay better. But yeah. thank you again, Sky. Hey, man, these are the type of information that we need where we can say, oh, you know, you're going to pay him this much. It's eventually. But all we care about is that championships, plural, plural, because we deserve it. Thank you, Sky and Cowboy Nation. Hey, keep getting in that. Keep getting in that information. Support you, Cowboys Media. Love you all. Bendiciones, Sky. Thank you. De nada. Appreciate you. My guy, the lunatic. Yeah, man. David Moore is the is the biggest mouthpiece for for the Joneses. Let me see if this works here. Y'all remember this? Y'all can hear it. subjects. <laughs> Nah, y'all gotta see it. Hold up now. No, 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 no. I gotta see this, man. Let me see something real quick. Stay with me. It is it's very short. I ain't gonna keep you long with it. Y'all remember this? Our subjects. <laughs> Y'all need to see that part, but that, that that part right there. That's real. That's real. Hey all <laughs> With all due respect to the people that, that are there. There's a reason why it's extremely hard to get in those inner circles. When you go look around the rest of the league, it ain't hard to be a credential media member for these teams, man, at all. It's fairly easy, actually. But shouts out to Tuck, who reiterated this thing here, which has been known since the beginning of time here control the media you control man that look this guy knows what he's doing gatekeeping and when he does let a newer ish media entity in it's he he, he knows what kind They're not opinionated media pieces you just report on what's going on I'm putting pressure on them not calling him out. My subjects. Eh, I guess you can say, oh, Sky's joking. All right. Nine oh three. What it is? What it do? Yo, Sky. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up? Hey, man. Look, I'm a long-time supporter of the show. Uh, Thank you, sir. You're getting it dead on, man, with Steven. Steven, Steven is uh, changing, doing too many changes, man. I, I like the old school, Jerry, where you bring in the high prize free, free agents to actually help the team. Uh, I take another spin on it, man. Like, I, I look at it from – you know, they want to invest in the draft, and, you know, that's their thing. They want to do that. But what yeah. the years that they miss on them, like last year with the Mozzie and the, the schoolmaker, you don't you don't 
you know, you, you're not replacing those with quality free agents. So you're setting your team back not only the next year, but the following year after that, in my opinion. Yeah, when you – And then the whole you know. thing – the whole thing with the Dak, Dak situation, man. We, we, we talk about his money like Dak is the highest-paid quarterback, like like Dak is, is you know, bottom tier. Just pay the man. Give him his money and move on. Let's quit talking about his money. Dak deserves everything he's getting. The Cowboys messed it up when they let him get off his rookie deal and franchise them back, back-to-back years and they're still paying for it, and if I'm in that Dax camp, I'm not giving them a discount. I'm not giving them any breaks. Give me the money. That's my opinion on it, man. But uh, yeah, I'm going to sit it, back and enjoy the show. Appreciate Listen to what you got to say, man. Thank First you, time caller. What's your name? All right, man. Thanks. Kale, man. I just go by Kale. Kale? I'm a lock in, Kale. Appreciate you. So... And that's the thing about the whole the di- that I don't understand these people that are all for this discount. I, I don't get it. I, I do not get it. And people get mad when, when they compare it to because one of the things that you know media or just people on Twitter do is, well, would you take the discount or whatever? Look, man, it's pretty simple here, man. Did, did y'all see how much money they making out here? Over $10.5 billion. And that's not counting merchandise and, 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 and you know, TV. I don't think that's counting. That's just the cap. You want me to take a discount? When y'all could just up and just cut me at any given moment? Yeah, I'm good on that. Number one. Number two. It quite literally doesn't matter. What speaking on Dak specifically what he's asking for the market he's if he gets the market it is not going to affect the Cowboys negatively in their money it frees money up I don't know how many times you have to say this it probably won't hit for a couple seasons it won't be this massive hit think about this for a second he signed that extension three years ago three seasons 2021 whatever it was Went through the 2021 season, 22 and 23 season with a outside the top 10 or right at the bottom of the top 10 cap hit. It wasn't until the this season where you see a $59 million cap hit. You do an extension. He won't see a crazy cap hit. And as Toxic explained earlier, the cash and the hit are two totally different things. If you don't want to pay Brub and you, because you don't you don't want to pay him his cash, your pocket watch. But like I said, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't blame Dak for taking up a bunch of cap. But then when there's this ability for him not to, you're out on it. Oh well, he's taking up too much cap. We can't sign nobody. That is the most laziest thing you can say now. And because we know it's not true. I digress. Mr. Poindexter. Good morning, Scott. sir. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, you know that Dak Prescott, man, uh, he keeps the business to business. He does pay the bills. Yeah, he does pay the bills. 
that's what I truly like. Um, stuff that people say about, oh, you should take a discount on all this here. Dak knows his position. And what he does is he concentrates, he tells people, this is, this is the bottom line, and they do the business. He's not out there on the boat playing Susan or Junctions or whatever. He keeps the business the business. Oh, I'm breaking up AT and T, baby. Can you hear me now? <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Was breaking up a little bit. AT and T been tripping. It All right, man. You know AT and T, man, is crap. I don't know what's happening with this here, but I hope you can hear me. Uh, <clears throat> as I, I'm, I'm I messed up my thought now. Okay, Jerry Jones, he tries to get with players, you know, to take these deals to smooth them and everything like this. He cannot finesse Dak Prescott that way. Dak no. Prescott knows exactly where he stands. You know what I mean? They need to pay him his money. He's going to stand on that, what do you call it, stand on business? Stand he's on. going to stand on that business. That's what he's going to do, stand on that business. Uh, you know, this is the time of the year, man. There's no football combine coming up, uh, free agents coming up, draft coming up. So it's not a whole lot to talk about except for this getting Dak signed. This is this is the priority right now, you know, until we get into everything else or this team building. I really um, think that if Zimmer comes in and let players play on their merit, not these is our boys or this is a free agent, this man leading this or whatever. Whoever is be on the field. That's that's what we've been that's what we've been crying about. Players should be a, we should get linebackers that play linebacker. We should get safety that play safety. Corners that play corners, you know. Linemen that play linemen. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is what we need to do a team building. But the priority oh, wait a minute. One more point. Mahomes got that long contract, and the thing that happens with that, when you go out on and extend that quarterback like that, that gives you a chance to build teams, to get free agents, to get the draft picks and everything like this here. Uh, I just think that Kansas City, they set themselves up to be a good team for a long time by doing that long term with that quarterback. Now, people can say, oh, yeah, Dak Prescott is not, you know, Mahomes. But Dak Prescott is not a franchise that. quarterback. Yeah. But, it's not uh, even that. I wouldn't even trust the Cowboys to do – I would not – I wouldn't do that. The, the Mahomes can do that because he, he trusts and believes in that franchise. Yeah. To do that. Yeah, that's, that's what – Who, who that's outside what of, Ter- of Tyron Smith is taking a 10-year mm-hmm. deal to, to, to play in Dallas – you know, especially the quarterback where you're going to get all the heat if you if you don't get it done. It's all your fault. It it's never nobody else's fault. It's your fault and your fault alone. Me personally, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't trust the I don't trust the Joneses. The reason why Pat can do that is, man, I trust the Hunts. I, tr- I trust yeah. the Hunts. I yeah. trust Brett Veach, and I trust Andy Reid. You know, I, I'm, I, can, I yeah. can be here. Where Even an agent can say that, too. Whereas yeah. Dak and, and his it, agent like, nah, man, five years max, probably what you're going to get here. That's it. Because what y'all going to do with it. the bread? Stand on the business. What you going to do with yeah. the bread? You going to do the same yeah, thing you've been doing with the bread for the last 15, 20 years, which is nothing but sign yeah. your own dudes? Then what the hell am I, what, what am I, what am I giving, getting, doing 10 year deal for? You know, after, after, when Dak was on his rookie contract, 
uh, you know, I heard the reports they had plenty of money under the cap. And what are we gonna do? Why receiver by uh, by commission? Though you know, you know, all just all kinds of stupid stuff. Instead of trying to build a team around this quarterback that showed through his rookie year that he could do the job. You know, it's like, come on, man, come on. You know, so I'm, I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna be a Cowboy fan, and we are gonna talk about this and chop it up, man. And you know, I I love your format, man. I love what you're doing, man. You keep keep doing what you're doing, man. And we gonna we gonna talk doing this off time, but you know, the season is right around the corner, man. You know, I'm an old dude, so time passed fast for me. So the season will be here before I know it. Yeah, it go by fast for you. It's gonna be a long one for me, man. Uh, well, you know, it's so funny, man. You know, when you were a kid, you you know, you look forward to Christmas. When you're an adult, you dread it because it keeps coming around too fast. <laughs> hey, man, you have a glorious day, man. Appreciate God you. bless you and yours, man. All Salute. right. Salute to my All guy, right, Mr. Bye-bye. Paul and Dexter. <laughs> Our ref. Good calls today, man. Good calls today. Yeah, man, I don't trust. I don't trust. And, and honestly, all all fandom aside, if I was, bruh, I don't know how he, he keeps wanting to come back to this. Seriously. But this is a dude who's, who's totally different. The strength it takes for him to do what he does, given what's going on in his life, is totally different. So this probably means, you know, all, all the the heat that he gets is probably nothing right where i'm just a regular peasant that hasn't been through half the things that he went through but yeah i'll be standing on business too because i cool man i mean go do the back half of my career with a, a better organization notice that might not mean better particular team at that moment but there are a ton of better organizations in my opinion A flash? Yeah, it's going to be a flash. Oh, it ain't, man. The off, I love the offseason because I love the team-building part of the offseason. Um, but, the, you know, the further along we go as Cowboy fans, depending on depending on your your audience, y'all cool. I ain't worried about y'all. <laughs> I ain't worried about y'all at all. It's, 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 it's other things. That's like, man, come on, let's get through this. Let's, let's get this draft. Let's get, let's get to camp. I'm anxious to get to camp so we can get back to football. Y'all know me in this show. I am about ball first. And unfortunately, in this particular time, it's more about drama and TMZ and, and everybody hangs on that. I just I just don't particularly care about it as much to discuss it, but I get, I get it, you know. I'm going to do one more. Because this is a, uh, I don't know where this this caller is from. So let me see something real quick before I bring it through. Uh, 966. You lie. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, Sky, Bender from Saudi Arabia. I'm Cowboy boy, Cowboys fan. I'm a little bit nervous. I never called. It's all good, man. It's all good. We, we, we like family here. So I'll try to make it light and loose for you. But appreciate you calling all the way from Saudi, man. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm actually I'm a huge Cowboys fan since ten years ago, since 2016. The first the Ducks first year with Zeke, I was actually a casual fan. 
Yeah. Then I became really, really big fan of the Cowboys and uh, American football. It's, you know, here in international, I'm sorry, my English is not so good. It's so okay, buddy. Keep, keep with me. So I became Cowboys fan uh, after that great season, after the Romo injury. And uh, so it's a great sport and I enjoy it and I enjoy your show. I Thank talked you. to you several times on Twitter. You are a very, very nice person. Thank you. You and Watch and Jeff and Dan, you are all great persons. My, I have two cents about this, about this salary cap. I'm, all, we all frustrated about the last about against Green Bay. Yeah. It was very, you know, here it's different time zone. I actually waked up. I, I had work, so I take, I took vacation, so I can watch the game because it's late here in Saudi Arabia to watch the game. It's very really late. So when I wake up, like. I was so like nervous for the game, and and when I woke up, oh, I said, I'm sorry to say this, not this shit again. And when I woke <laughs> up, it was 14 to zero, 14 to zero. I said, not again, not yeah. again. This is this again. This happens again to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the the, I remember the San Francisco game in 20, and I think uh, the first one with the Jimmy Thir- Jimmy Garoppolo. 13 said, nothing. Yeah, yeah, this is easy. We, we, yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna win. Then this is even more shocking than that one. This one was, I mean, I just couldn't understand it. I don't want to take much of your time. So no, I no, know no. you have uh, got other callers. But the thing is, just hear me, about, uh, hear me out about the salary cap, okay? okay? I watch international sports, okay? They pay money, like, I think you saw the movie Moneyball. Yes. I think Cowboy is trying, I think Cowboy is trying to get, like, the Moneyball, like, they get, some like the linebackers, they try to get some deals in the money ball uh, yep. sense. Like they get, they get. I'm not sure what you call it in English, but they um, um they they they, uh, they get the cheaper yeah, options. Yeah, they get yeah, yeah, the cheaper options. But it's not that way. It's like exploiting the market in in, in different way. So that's why they signed the Gallup deal, uh, the the Gallup the Michael Gallup deal, and the uh, they so we sad. let go of Amari. Of course, we regret it. And of course, the ter- your uh, your cousin, <laughs> your cousin deal, which is my cousin, didn't come on, work man. out. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he almost gave me heart attack this yeah. season. So uh, yeah, but you under I understand what Stephen coming from, and I understand our frustration as fan. We, I pay for Cowboys gear. I'm international fan, so at least I have a voice. I pay for. Yeah. For, to watch the games, I, I deserve to, to have a voice. I understand the cow, Cowboys' frustration from who are American in Dallas and, or in Texas. I understand that. But honestly, it's salary cap real. I know it's the salary cap, it's not real all the time, but you have to understand too. You have to pay their guys. They have to pay their guys, and they are loyal to a fault. I don't want to yes, give them all the. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to say they're not good. They don't pay. If they don't pay, they shouldn't bid for Michael Gallup. Or Terence Steele, these guys are hurt. Why we keep paying for hurt guys? Because they are loyal. I understand. Because, but, like you said yeah, earlier, they they like to try to get in front of these deals and think they're they're they're, they're outsmarting the market. In reality, they're only playing themselves because when you're loyal to a fault like that, you tend to overvalue your own guys. And I thought it was easy to see that Michael Michael Gallup. You know that's one that's extremely overvalued. You could argue Terrence, like I said, because he plays right. Ta- he plays a tackle position, and you you see it with with Terrence, and he was younger. 
you know, but he's not the only one. Gallup, right? We talked about uh, Jalen Smith back in, you said you were a fan from 2016 on, so you know Jalen Smith, um, you know, tagging the running back and the tight end. They, they, they overvalue their own guys because they, they're, they care about the devil they do know. Exactly, but uh, can I, uh, about, about Dak, I think I'm with you. He should get his money. I'm not into that, like, give, I don't care about the owners. He should get his money. But don't you think it will be a great BR move for Dak? Like I said yesterday on Twitter, if he gets like, uh, I know Dak, he's carrying so much pressure. He doesn't deserve all the blame. We don't have, you, you said it all year. We are not serious about the run game. Yeah. We are not serious. The guy doing this alone, he's not, he's not getting any help. So who said if he like give them backup here, they will spend the money. We don't know. But I think for him, him for him, it will be great PR move, meaning he could just get a little bit less and he just so people just to keep the pressure off him when he like struggle in the big games like against Green Bay. So, Either way, I, just, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. that is, so, that is fair. Move, you understand? Yes, yes. What's your name again? Let me save you in here real quick. Uh, ben, Bender, if you can put my name, I will be very, very, very happy. Can't, yeah, you I said Bender? Bender from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Bender, got you. So, so Bender, I that you're 100 yeah. percent right. If he wants to make a PR move, that that will that will definitely seem to lessen the 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 heat on him. But the issue is, he's still going to account for the most cap, uh, probably cap hit percentage wise for the next few years. He's still going to get paid an obscene amount of money, and people are still going to to say that. But you're, I, I can't argue against that though. If he wants a PR move, he, he can somehow, some way, I don't know how he'd do it, and, and the NFLPA would probably get pissed off if he were to yeah, take yeah, yeah, below yeah. the market. Yeah, the, the association, yeah. the association. But he gets, like, I see him in every commercial. Like, he gets, even Romo now, he's retired for so many years. He still gets commercial because oh, he's a yeah. cowboy. Yeah. But I, 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 understand, I understand. I have one question, uh, one question Sky. Uh, I call you later about the draft. I know you don't want to. And Foot's doing a great job too. Yeah, yes. But, but I want to ask you one question. If, um, like, if they, um, who you think, um, like, uh, realistically in the market, who we can get that can help us, like, um, uh, like help Dak a lot. Like, do you think AJ oh. Dillon? I just saw his number is not that good. Oh, free agent uh, market at the goal line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, free agent minded. Who is that Man, someone that's... who can help that? One more question, I'm sorry. Uh, we saw what happened with Sean Payton and uh, Russell, Russell Wilson yeah. uh, about uh, him keeping the thing about the calling at her hand. Dak doesn't use it. I know Dak is very smart. But do you think what will help Dak considering every great quarterback use it like Mahomes, Brady, Manning? They use the, I'm not sure the what they call it, the one... Uh, yeah, the wristband that has the call. Do you think it yeah. will help? That's a good question. I, I, that's something that if, if if I if I get a chance to get down there this year for camp, I will definitely ask him. Like, hey, have you ever thought about putting a wristband on? They they seem to have the the process down from the play call to Dak and then getting into the line of scrimmage and the huddle real easily. So I don't know if he needs it, but I I can't see it harming. But I, but I think it's a preference thing. But that's that's a that's interesting because you do see like Mahomes, Brady use it. Uh, I don't think Peyton did, but I could be wrong later in his career. Uh, Peyton doesn't use it. I'm not, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah not it, sure. Just, you, there are some saying. great quarterbacks that use so, it, though. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, I took so much of your time. I no, think someone no, in the chat said I have, to, uh, uh, said I have 15 wives, which is very funny. It's misconception, but it's okay. I don't have 15 wives. Hold on. I only oh, have somebody in the chat two. said you got sorry. 50 wives? <laughs> 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 now, Bender, you know they're going to get on you a little bit, Bender. You got you to gotta be able to laugh at yourself sometimes yeah, on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all... <laughs> I'm so I'm so old, but I'm also you just got black, five. So I don't care. I guess this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sky, it was nice to talk to you. Thank Say you, hi man. to to watch. Yeah. I love your contact. You guys are so good. It's better than the four letter network, the three letter yeah. network. You're so good. I'm so glad I discovered you. I always talk to you on Twitter. I have also one more question. Why do you call Aisha to I? I don't get it. So either. because she has two eyes to start her name in Aisha. And that's oh, from and, okay, and that's Vot. Okay, Vot okay. started the two eyes. So you know, anytime I say her name, I gotta press the button, right? And, you know, I gotta do it. So that's why we call it two eyes. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm uh, sorry I took too much time. No, don't be sorry, uh, man. Show and I will continue watching. I'm sorry I was so too nervous, guys. On the shot, I'm very sorry, but we are nice people, just like you. Very nice country. country. That's it. Appreciate you, Bender, and appreciate you. the support, brother. Keep on rocking and call back in. I don't know what time. I what will, time is it I over will, there? All, I will always, I will always support you. Now it's seven o'clock uh, and uh, seven o'clock here. So At yeah, night, BM. So it's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah BM. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, perfect it's timing. Nice over time. There. Yeah, it's nice. One more question. Yeah, one, more, always, like, I, one more question before you ahead. leave. Do you do you watch wrestling? Actually, here's the thing. Here in Saudi Arabia, they are great wrestling fans. Yes, I, that's why I'm asking you. Because they, they, yeah. they, they bring wrestling over there like two, three times a I'll, year. I'll, I, will borrow, I, I will borrow your line. I can't fake the funk. It's not my, it's eh? not my style. I know you and... Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know you are uh, you, you 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 and uh, you and uh, the, the scientific method guy, the awesome Pat, guy. Patrick, Patrick, uh, Dosey Walker, yeah. But but is a huge, huge. But what I love about Pat is he's a huge baseball fan. I he was a, baseball. a huge baseball fan. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I love baseball. Baseball to, used to be my favorite sport. Now it's football. Uh, I can't stand soccer. I watch it because I love playing it and stuff like that. So internationally, you know, internationally, we, it's soccer. So, but it's to me, it's nothing, nothing like the NFL, nothing like the Dallas Cowboy, nothing gets me more joy. Even my fiance knows it's Sunday. It's Dallas Cowboy time. That's there it, is man. no other. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's so Sundays much. Sundays are for the Sundays are for the boys. Yeah, yeah. I love your show, your show Sky. Thank you. Every, like, I finish work. I work from home like just like you. I work in telecommunication company. There we go. And when I finish work, I put your show before uh, 105 the fan. When, they, when I finish from them, I go from you. Then I watch, uh, watch, uh, watch, let you. That will be late at night. So, Ben, watch. did you say you work for and telecommunication? Yeah. yeah. We, we, <laughs> we, we probably talk once or twice before then, Ben. I'm just saying, we probably talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, actually, AT&T the one out. I had to make some calls. I probably didn't yeah, talk to you. Watch, actually, <laughs> watch had had a great show when you were your 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 Viber was down. Watch, she was making fun of you all the time. It was very funny. I know you're a great friend. Yes, I that's hope my you guy. do all other podcasts about other uh, other stuff. Like I told you on Twitter, and you said uh, maybe you will do it in the future. I hope you guys do it because you are very talented guys. Thank you, man. I, I, I really think so. Appreciate those kind of words, Ben. You enjoy the rest of your, your night and uh, keep rocking, man.
Okay, thank you, brother. Thanks. Yes, sir. What a call, man. That was a treat. That that, that was that was a treat. Uh, I usually try to mark, you know how they have these things where <clears throat> wherever you go, you grab something from where you're at, you put it on the refrigerator or something like that. I try to memorize where we've gotten callers from. I mean, Jamaica, uh, you know, Germany, Saudi, I think is the first. I think that's the first we got. Um, I mean, where else? Like Peru or something? Uh, uh, man, so many different places have called in. That was a fantastic call, Bender. Bender said, to borrow your saying, I I can't fake the funk. <laughs> oh, that's so dope. I think that's so cool, man. That, that's how I know you really, really watch this show. Because whenever I, I can't fake it to y'all, that's what I was to say. I can't fake the funk, man. What a what a call. Man, good calls today. On fire. But when Bender said, hey, man, you know, I work for the telecommunications, I said, I probably didn't talk to you. This ain't the first time. I just put on my different voice, you know? You know, we got a couple voices. We 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 got the we got the just chilling voice. We got the hey man, I need need to get this 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 money off voice when you're talking to the peoples on the, the bill people, and then you got the pissed off voice, and that's the voice that Bender probably get a lot. So I apologize, Bender, if you if you if we've spoken before, and and, and I gave you some some attitude, man. But see, my wife won't do it. I got to do all the calls like that, you know. What an, amazing, what an amazing show. Yeah, we got the professional voice, yeah. See, my mom do that the best. She probably watching this show right now. Oh, I see my... She she used to be a secretary in school, so she got to know how to... You know, she can't... Man. Somebody come to the crib or she get on the phone. I look... You don't talk like that! <laughs> but you got to have a professional voice, though. He was just cussing me and my brother out two seconds ago. All right, uh, let's get to these super chats. That was a fun call, man. I was really hoping Bender was a WWE fan, man, because they go over there all the time. Let me see where we at here. 26. Got a couple of them. Appreciate y'all. Sully dropped two or dropped five. I'm sorry. He said with the Joneses looking out for the cap two to four years in advance. How the hell are we not near the, the top of the money? The top of free money. Somebody don't know what they doing. Yes, yeah, Sully. I think it's because we overvalue our guys and, and, and <clears throat> we hit the cap floor because we pay a Michael Gallup. We pay a Dorn instead of going out and trying to pay outside the free agent. So. I mean, we and we had like nine million to start last year. Did some restructures and ended up in like twenties, I think. So they they've massaged the cap to get space. They just don't use that space outside the organization. Nah, Chris, all time. And then uh, super chat. toxic drop two says, "Sky, this is why I say you can't overcome it." You know, toxic. We're forever going to have that. You got to overcome it. Can't overcome it. I'm going to keep, keep hope alive, man. Yeah, my wife in the chat. It's crazy. It, 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 see, so look, like, the memes nowadays is women get upset when, when the restaurants don't, you know, give you something nice. 
I don't believe in that out in restaurants. Like they don't, not something nice. If they don't get your order right, I don't believe in getting upset and attitude at restaurants. I don't, there's there's one thing I don't mess with: drive-through workers and restaurant employees, because they can do things to your food. I've worked at both. I'm not saying these things happen on from me, but I've seen some things. So that whole little meme going around of, oh, yeah, the wife, get the girlfriend, get all up. No, don't get upset at the restaurants. Now, everything else. Yeah, yeah, she did. It's me. I got to. I got to be the one to get upset. That's what I'm saying, Toxic. Don't mess with people that make your food, man. I, I My first job was McDonald's. I've quite literally seen somebody. Drop the patty, man. And, and you know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on. Now I'm 14, so I ain't saying nothing for real. But in my head, I'm like, why this? <laughs> I'm never eating here again. You know, I used to work at Codes, right? So I, I our health inspector, she would come back and, and she let us, man, don't go to this restaurant. You know, I just failed them, but they probably gonna pass tomorrow. But I don't don't go to this restaurant. And I watched John Taffer. So <laughs> I don't trust people out there. Fun show today, man. Or a a a Vach. I can't wait to wrap the Vach later on today. We got to get Bender to call in the Vach's show too, by the way. And Vach, you know I got some things to say about about the situation. I wonder if our guy knows our guy. That's all. Man, good stuff today. Uh, I told my age. I'm an old soul, man. Hit this like button if you enjoyed today's show on the way out, please. Again, this was a different type of show. We we basically explained a lot about the cap and how it is cap. It's going to continue to rise. We talked about where the Cowboys sit with their cap space, and we talked about the moves that they could potentially make to get under the cap talking about Cuzzo, who believe it or not has stepped up we talked about Diggs getting you know a restructure to open up 8 million we talked about this is the more tricky one Zach Martin can give you 13 million roughly right and then the big ones Dak Prescott and CD Lamb good stuff today make sure y'all run that thing back y'all crazy with this age thing all right, let's get up out of here. I need, I need to, I need to, I got some things to do, and then we got a good fire show uh, later on. If I can find my button, there it is. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. I'm still in awe that Bender said, you know, to borrow your words, I can't fake the funk. That man, that's so cold. I don't think I know how cold that is. Just for that, Bender, I'm going to watch the next Crown Jewel all the way through. I usually don't watch the Crown Jewel when they go over there, man, but I'll watch it for you. All right, we out of here. Love y'all. See y'all later. Peace.